You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. For Panther fans who want to keep pounding, the ones who want an inside look at the vault, this is Views from Midstream. Now, Here's your host, Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into yet another rousing rendition of the Views from Mint Street podcast right here on the Odyssey Network, your home for all things Carolina Panther, all the talk you can handle about the silver and blue, and then just a little bit more. I am Rob Brown, host of the Rob Brown Show right here in Greenville, South Carolina, in the heart of Carolina Panther country and of course joining me as always on the other side of the metaphorical glass in our virtual studio he is my co-host my partner in crime he is the great one Lonzo Reitzel and Zoe we went into this week knowing that on Monday evening if the New Orleans Saints were able to knock off the Tampa Bay Buccaneers we would be very very much within striking distance of those said Buccaneers in the NFC South. Instead, the best thing Monday night that happened was that I found that there's this little lever on the side of my chair, my little gaming chair here in the studio, that if you pull, my chair will actually raise uh, higher than I thought it would. So now I'm actually properly sitting at my desk. And the elevated chair, Lonzo, more exciting to me, Uh, than New Orleans Saints football based on the clown show that New Orleans put on the field and the fact that Tom Brady is going to be watched on every highlight reel for the next three to five months about what an amazing come-from-behind victory he had when you and I and everybody else who watched that game know that Brady was gifted a garbage win by a garbage New Orleans Saints football team. Happy Wednesday, everybody! So, so, so I fell asleep during this game and I wake up to find out that the Saints who went in, who had like a, a, a 10 point lead or something when I fell asleep, ended up losing. And all I saw was the most amazing comeback ever by the greatest of all time. And I was wondering if Joe Montana came out of retirement. Apparently he didn't. So they were talking about uh, Tom Brady and uh, yeah, the referees helped. I mean, I mean, Listen, I'm going to spread hate towards Tom Haiti, uh, Tom Tom Haiti, because that's uh, that's just appropriate. That was Tom appropriate. Haiti. Why why not? Why not? Tom Brady, yeah, that's his name. Uh, hopefully soon he won't be playing, and we'll all forget his name. Um, yeah, yeah. To talk about a choke job, but is it? Is it? I mean, yes, yes. Yeah, but the, the teams are so bad. Sometimes when teams are really bad, it makes it competitive. And so uh, this was not the case. This was this was just a choke job by by New Orleans, and and they messed us over because all we care about is us. All we care about is the Panthers. How dare you, Saints? Why would you do this? Let me uh, let me let me take a few things here and kind of break them down. I'm going to start with this. The good news out of this and watching that game, which was in Tampa, by the way. The good news about this is. The Carolina Panthers are playing better football than the New Orleans Saints right now. Now, New Orleans, we can talk about the 10-point lead and all that. Let's not forget that the week before that game, 
The New Orleans Saints got blanked, got shut out by the 49ers. Then they go down to Tampa and against an adequate, like an okay Tampa defense, New Orleans, despite having the ball multiple times, including late in the game on the Tampa Bay side of the field, managed to not score uh, touchdowns uh, multiple times, multiple times, and had an absolutely gutless coach in Dennis Allen, who multiple times on short yarded situations on the Tampa side of the field, refused to go for it and lock away a win against Tom Brady. The good news is the Carolina Panthers are playing, even with Sam Darnold, better football than the Saints. And if the Saints can go to Tampa and knock off the Buccaneers, I now absolutely believe that the Carolina Panthers can go to Tampa and get a win or can beat Tampa in Carolina or could beat them on the on the floor of an Air Force carrier anytime, any place. We can beat that football team. The better news is that it also means that a few of the teams coming up on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers schedule can also beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the next few weeks. We can get a little bit of help with Tampa getting ready to square up against the 49ers. They can beat Tampa. The Bengals can beat Tampa. Hell, the Arizona Cardinals can beat Tampa. We can beat Tampa. The only team that I look down and go probably not is at Atlanta to end the regular season, and I'm not so sure that they won't be able to beat Tampa. So, you know, all of a sudden, while that L for New Orleans in the dub for Tampa uh, does make it look like it will be a little bit harder to run down the Buccaneers, Lonzo, if that same Buccaneers team comes into the rest of the schedule with San Francisco, Cincinnati, Arizona, and Carolina coming up over the next four, that Tampa Bay team could genuinely go 0-4 in their next four. And my dude, the door is wide open. And New Orleans ain't walking through it because they got no guts. Atlanta ain't walking through it because they can't win football games. As far as I'm concerned, while I was much preferring a New Orleans win on Monday to keep Tampa right there in front of us. What New Orleans did show me in the L is that they're a dumpster fire franchise right now, and the Buccaneers can just barely beat them with a much more difficult next four weeks coming up than we have. While a New Orleans win would have made it easier for us, though, I am calling anybody who is looking at us right now and saying there's no way that they can't have the division lead when they forget, take it from Tampa. When we square up with Tampa in three weeks, the hell we can't. We absolutely could. All right. I was not prepared for this new day like uh, positivity coming from you. I thought oh, we- Charlotte. I, th- I thought we were I thought we were tank talking today and we're not. Uh, but you're absolutely right. I uh, here's a lesson though to to the rest of the NFL who are playing Tampa Bay. Just just hold on to the ball at the end of the game and don't give Tom Brady the ball back. I, I mean, you know, he's st- he still has that 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 one good drive in him that always seems to happen like right at the end of the game. Just you know, score more points and don't let them have the ball and you're going to beat this game, uh, this team, because they're not that good. If I was power ranking NFL offenses right now, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense would check in about 23 
The Tampa Bay Buccaneers late fourth quarter offense would check in about four. Like that's the difference between closeout. And I think that that is something then that we need to take and look at when we do square up with them. And again, you know, I'm talking about the fact that Tampa Bay could genuinely go 0-4. Oh, they won't, but they could go 0-4 over their next four. Even could go 1-3, and 2-2, two and, two, and we still got a chance. But we do have to take care of business Sunday at Seattle. That, 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 that has now become a must-win game. But then we get the Steelers. And while the Steelers have looked better, keep in mind, It took everything they had to squeak by Atlanta. We got the Lions who have suddenly found a renaissance under Dan Campbell. That now looks to be a much tougher game than we thought it was. And then we got the Buccaneers coming off of the bye. Uh, Look, if we can get some help and we can win one we're not supposed to win in Seattle and one we are or at least were against Detroit – The door is wide open for us to walk through it. The other two teams in this division have proved they're worth nothing. We and Tampa are the only two teams that have proved anything. And granted, again, still four bad football teams, but somebody is going to go to the playoffs as a divisional winner. And Monday showed me that Tampa Bay is refusing to walk through the door, even though they did win, refusing to separate themselves from us in this division, I would very much like to make them pay for that, Lonzo. Yes, I would like to make them pay for that too. I, uh, I Any chance to see Tampa Bay lose, I, I'm going to be watching every single game that Tampa plays because Panther has, Panthers have a rooting interest, and I have a rooting interest in watching Tom Brady lose and uh, seeing if anyone has learned a lesson to not let him have the ball at the end of the game. There, there are like four quarterbacks in the league right now who I would not let have the ball at the end of the game. Uh, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and, of course, that that quarterback there in Cincinnati. I uh, – Oh, yeah, listen, and Tom Brady. And Tom Brady. I, and Tom Brady. And I'm Tom not uh, – I'm not arguing Sam Darnold's on that list, and this is one thing. I'm going to tell you what I wrote on the very top of my show prep sheet when I was getting ready was – Let's not get carried away just yet on getting hype because remember last year, Sam Darnold the, uh, started the year and actually had a pretty good first four or five weeks before he got banged up, kind of came crashing down to earth. That being said, Lonzo, if Sam Darnold comes out and has a pretty good five weeks, That's all the games we got left. There's only five games left on the schedule at this point. If that Sam Darnold can show up and just be adequate, I'm not asking you to be Tom Brady. I'm saying be Andy Darnold and the, and the bar, uh, Andy Dalton, pardon me. And the bar's not that high, right? Like Andy Darnold, uh, Andy Dalton. I got to stop doing that. Andy Dalton. And I can say this after watching that game. New Orleans let Andy Dalton down offensively. He had multiple drops. Taysom Hill had a drop that would have iced the game. Uh, Mark Ingram, and it did turn out he got hurt, but Ingram caught a pass and then didn't get the first down. That would have all but iced the game, or at least it would have limited the amount of time Tom Brady had to score two touchdowns to a a much more harsh reality. Uh, Even Chris Olave, who's been good for them, had a drop early in the game. That really cost them as well. 
Andy Dalton came out. And realistically, up until the last three minutes of football, outdueled Tom Brady, right? I mean, again, you're going to get hammered this week, and, and Sunday is going to be miserable to watch because they are just going to hammer on how amazing Tom Brady was on Monday night. Brady does it again without talking any about how the Saints absolutely melted down. So all we have to do is be consistently okay and don't New Orleans the bed at the end of games and we can beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You tell me that if you could guarantee me right now a win over Seattle coming up this Sunday, if you could guarantee me a win over Seattle and you can guarantee me a win over Pittsburgh or Denver, I'll tell you right now, I think there's a very good chance we come into that matchup with Tampa Bay squared up in the division because that team, it ain't very good. Sam. I want to be. I want to be able to yell with some more enthusiasm. After after this week, maybe I maybe I can get get some get some muster behind my 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 Sam yell. We'll see. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, things look good. Things look good, and that's good because I want to bring up something else I thought about coming up here in just a minute. <laughs> 